When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to another episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. It is your tech stuff guy here, uh, Jay Nog. I am waiting for a promotion, and we are here with the President of the United States, uh, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Mr. Trump, how are you tonight? Kellogg, it's good to see you. I don't know why I keep getting new tech people. It seems to be a pretty good job, I mean, working for me. You know, there's uh, we do good things here. We're really working hard. But good to see you. You know, as always, uh, very happy to talk to the people. And uh, we had a big week, big week. So you're, you're lucky that you're joining uh, joining the program now, Kellogg. Uh, well, I'll just be called Kellogg today, I guess, because well, I'm done Well, you know, we like our you. Raisin Bran, okay? Yeah. We like, you got to have the two scoops. Of we, course. Do we love our scoops? We love our scoops. We They're love good. our scoops, Mr. They're good President. guys. Um, so let's get into first order of business, Mr. Scoops. Uh, the Kennedy, uh, Kennedy, uh, retired from, uh, being a Supreme... Uh, that's Justice Kennedy. Okay, Justice Kennedy. Not to be confused with that philandering bunch in Massachusetts. Okay, you're right. He retired from being a Supreme Court judge, and a lot of people are worried because you get to appoint the new Supreme Court judge. We're gonna do it. We're gonna appoint a real, like a Neil Gorsuch type. Like a real tough conservative. Okay. Kennedy I- was, uh, you know, decent, and he, came, he was right on some things. He was right on the travel. We'll get to that later. The travel ban, which they call it's a, they call it a Muslim ban. I'm okay with that, but we're not supposed to say that. We're going to get to the but travel ban. But I think ban. that Kennedy overall was a little bit weak, kind of a middle of the road, and we don't need that. We need tough, great conservative justices who believe you know, in strong conservative principles. So we're going to put a real conservative son of a bitch on that court. He made some big votes, though, some big decisions about abortion and, and gay rights exactly. and, and gay was, marriage. He was, he was wrong on all of them. Those were the ones where he was very weak. So making equality for people. Is well, you know, we were founded, uh, not a lot of people know this, but we are a, uh, you know, we're not supposed to say we're a Christian nation because, you know, we're like equal in religion. And I put that in very big finger air quotes but uh you i'm know, jewish and i'm not christian at all so I, well i mean and you're welcome that you, you get to be here you know that's we're, good. <laughs> oh, we're, we're very good country like thank that. you mr president i, I, I didn't say that. we discriminate and kick people well we kick some people out we'll get to that later but the point is we need judges who will really stick to what this country is about and sometimes kennedy was very kind of very liberal in ways we don't really we don't really need well, picking a Supreme Court judge uh, is very difficult. I have not for me. Okay, we're gonna make it so easy and so smooth. Any of your new friends uh, are in the running? Like, uh, well, I mean, I was thinking about obviously my African American Kanye. That's what I'm saying. But we've already got an African American, and I feel like two is kind of very. That's a lot. How about his wife? It's not you, the NBA. It's you know, it's it's a court. 
it's not that kind of court. A basketball court, you get a lot of African-Americans. But the Supreme Court, I think one is enough. Uh, Kim, you know, I don't think Kim would be a great justice. I think maybe, you know, uh, would do something else with her. Uh, big booty ambassador. But That's a, I think we're, we're looking title. at good people. A lot of good people, to be honest. We're looking at good people like Janine Pirro of Fox. I think she'd be a great, great judge. Okay. She's very tough. Um, I think we could look at somebody like Rudy Giuliani. Okay. He's a little old. That's what I don't like because I want somebody who's going to be on the court for like 30, 40 years. Like when, when my beautiful daughter Ivanka is like in her 60s and really useless to men, I wanted to still be able to think, wow, my dad put that person on the court and I'm still here to see it. Boy, I wish I could thank my dad if he were still here in a really special and intimate way. That's I'm, what I want. I'm surprised that you speak of yourself as deceased in the future. I thought you would be, you'd figure out something to make yourself immortal. Well, no, you know, who wants to be? I mean, once you get to 100, you've, even even me, I'll probably look very gross. You know, everybody kind of, you know, you get veiny and very just, very, you know, who wants to be that? I want to go out in a blaze of glory. A lot of the public are worried, though, about you picking the Supreme Court judge of having a very conservative judge and people are worried that some decisions in the James past, like- Woods, I think James Woods could really be an addition to the court. Okay. But how about And I'm maybe- also by the way looking for a, a very self-hating Latino because what better way to kick Latinos out than to say that's not me doing it, that's my Latino judge, Judge Coco. He's doing it. No, how about um what's his name that uh, he's a, uh, an actor and he really uh like Scott Bayo? Well, he was Charles in to be honest, he was Charles in charge. I Sabato Jr., could, is that his name? Oh, the model, the underwear model. Yeah, the yeah model, no, he's yeah, a good he's guy. Model. He's a good guy. But uh no, I don't think he's right for the court. I like Charles in charge, Scott Bayo. A lot of experience running things, okay? He was in charge. So I think he might be somebody we could put on the court. You know that was just the title of the show, right? Well, guess what? I was the I was on the apprentice and now I'm the president, so don't tell me that shows don't matter. Okay, so you're saying that Charles in charge, he was in charge, and maybe he'd be in charge of being a judge now. Well, I was the boss on a TV show, and now I'm the boss of everybody. And Charles was in charge on a show, so perhaps he could be a great leader in our judiciary. That's a big word. I like that word. A lot of syllables. Very impressed. Well, thank you. So you don't care that a lot of the public are, are worried that you're going to put a judge in that's going to overturn Guess some what? A lot of decisions. the public is also very excited. They're the ones who voted me in. And the judges, the big judges, that was one of the things they were very, very concerned about. And one of the reasons why I got so many votes was because they knew I would be very tough with putting conservatives on the bench. And how do you feel about Kennedy leaving? Are you upset about it? Or? I think he wrote a very nice letter, and he was uh, he did the best he could. But I think it's time that we get a real tough conservative, okay? Like a, you know, like I said, a Janine Pirro, a Rudy Giuliani, a Judge Coco. If I find the right Latino, of course. He served as a judge since the '80s, correct? Yeah, he was appointed by Ronald Reagan. So how many how many years That's did what he serve? Me. It's he about 30 years. 30 years. It's a good good run. Do you get anything for serving 30 years from like the White House or anything like that? Like a pin or a special pen? No, there's no, you get your pension. How about that? Just a pension. 
just uh, this guy. He's the tech stuff guy, and he's saying just a pension. I didn't realize the tech stuff guy union gave such great benefits that he can dismiss, you know, what this uh, great country does for patriotic judges like Judge Kennedy. I mean, to be perfectly honest, I really don't know politics that well. I signed up for a sports podcast, and they gave me a political one. And luckily, I, I'm doing one with the president, and yeah, I'm studying. Him. You see how he caught him? Everybody listening, you see how he caught himself there? Like he was going to be like, oh, I wanted to do, you know, I wanted to talk about curling with some Canadians, and instead, oh, woe is me, I interview with the president each week. No, it's interesting. I just I'm educating myself on politics every week just to keep up with the discussions. That's all I'm saying. So that's why I was asking you questions. Okay, everybody, tweet at Tech Stuff Guy. Con, you know, congrats on you know learning. <laughs> okay, Mr. I try to be honest with you, Mr. President, and I try to be vulnerable. And well, I, I just mean, get my time. I'm of. trying to I'm trying to make deals with North Korea, with Putin, with 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 our beautiful Supreme Court. And, you know, I got to hear you uh, have introspective moments about how much you're learning. Okay. Uh, nothing, enough about me. Uh, on a scale really, from one to ten. Really enough. I mean, <laughs> we've had about three podcasts worth of Kellogg, the tef- tech stuff guy. What do you mean? Every pot. Okay. None of this is about me. We're going to put a very tough conservative. Let me tell you something. Roe v. Wade. Bye bye. Is this the most exciting thing in your presidency to this date, appointing a new judge? Well, I've already done it, but it's my favorite thing because that turtle, Mitch McConnell, just lets me do whatever I want when it comes to judges. So you're excited. Very excited. Melania is going to really catch some work tonight. That's disgusting. Uh, you have anything and else to say about? And that's why we need conservative judges who respect family values. I'm just talking about being with my wife Tech stuff guy Kellogg says it's disgusting. Kellogg. Strike one. Do you know strike anyone one named for tech stuff guy Kellogg? Do you know anyone named Kellogg, Mr. President? Are you kidding me? In the circles I run in, the blue bloods, many Kelloggs. <laughs> I've never met a member of your tribe, if I can, if I'm judging correctly, who's yes. named Kellogg. But that's probably because your people were trying to, you know, hide their identity. So I was named Kellogg, so people wouldn't think I'm a Jew. Right, Kellogowitz. <laughs> It's probably what it really was. My first name was really Kalakowitz. Well, maybe your last. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, maybe you're like a Brazilian soccer player. One name. Who knows? First name, middle name, last name. Okay. By the way, the beautiful game. Get out of here. Who Have needs? you been watching any of the World Cups? Absolutely not. Although, you know, I'm happy that Russia's doing well. They're a good friend of ours. They're good people. Okay. Let's go on to topic number two. You you brought it up before. The, the travel ban has Gotta been upheld. Get them out. And uh, no one, no, no Muslim people can come from Venezuela, Libya, Syria, Iran, North Korea, Somalia, and Yemen to this country. Now, just because you're Muslim doesn't mean you're a terrorist. I'm not following. So you feel that anyone from and that it's anybody from those countries. It okay, so it's anyone mean, from those countries, right? If you're if you're some Christian lost in the wilderness of those animals. I'm sorry, but you're probably getting banned as well. So they can't come to this country to visit. So it's or very anything. fair, very neutral. If you are unfortunate enough to live among Muslim monsters in those countries, even if you're not Muslim, we might keep you out to show that we're fair and not discriminating against the animals who follow Muhammad. You said the word fair just now, right? You just said the word fair in that sentence. 
Uh, I, very I think fair. that's completely unfair. Very How is that fair, fair? But very tough. And that's the difference. Everybody thinks fair needs to be soft, okay? No. Fair but tough. So your, your fair is always tough, Mr. President. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Are we friends again? I mean, I don't friends know if we're again. friends. We've known each other 12 minutes. I don't know where we... we we're not having some whirlwind romance. Oh, we can't get into this. Okay, the, I'm Kellogg from The thing now on. is, well, we know that, but the thing is, our travel ban, you know, I wanted to ban more, okay? I, I think I've been very clear. Who else did you want to ban? Well, you know, we got, we, well, there's some other Middle Eastern countries, obviously, that we have problems with, but there's many, you know, like, uh, like Qatar, I don't know, Qatar, 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 Atari, there's Atari, there's Saudi Arabia, there's, there's these countries that, you know, are interested in Trump properties. So obviously, this is off the podcast record, by the way. Obviously, we want to be a little friendlier to them, okay? Because we might do some business with them, so you don't want to insult them. But those poor, dirty, non-wealthy monsters of Islam, we keep them out. We're How really do you think do people who are in this country... Who we're back on the podcast record now. Okay. We're, we're, we're back, back on, on the podcast record. That's good. The Muslims in this country, how do you think they're going to feel... Well, you know, we're trying to find them, them if, to be perfectly honest. They're not a big part of the population, but we're going to find them. But Mr. President, you know not every Muslim is a bad person, right? Okay. I'm, well, I'm not following. <laughs> was there was there something else to that? Were you quoting somebody? I don't know what that... I. Mm. No quote. Just I don't. I didn't understand. Well, no. If you want to explain, I don't understand what that. What well, what that I'm was. trying to say is that not every Muslim person is a bad person. That's what I'm trying to tell you. You don't follow. Yeah, no. It's I don't. It's you know, what you're saying. It, it. I mean, I look at Fox News. Okay, great people, by the way, on Fox News. Uh, Janine Pirro, one of the great, great judges, good guy, but. They will tell you that it's very hard to find, you know, one of these so-called good Muslims. You've never met... I'm not, I'm not going as far as some people like Stephen Miller, okay, in my administration, saying there are no good ones. I'm just saying you say it with such certainty. I'm just saying let's find out. Let's find... Maybe, they, maybe there are, but, may, you know, we got we to gotta find out. We got to put them... We got we to gotta isolate them, put them places where we can keep track of them determine on a case-by-case basis if in fact there are any good muslims out there and then you know we can we can be nice to them it could be I think a spin-off. that's very i think that's very tough but very fair it could be a spin-off of the apprentice searching for a good muslim you know what we give that harry kondabalu guy the guy who hates apu very yeah. funny simpsons character maybe he can host it <laughs> maybe uh, harry and people the, reach out harry and the ahmed hendersons how about that <laughs> Because I, I don't know how Muslim. to pronounce condoba, con, condoms and Baloo from the Jungle Book. I don't know. Baloo, was that his name? The bear? Baron, big fan of the uh, the Jungle Book. Okay. Let's, good, let's good move guy. on. Baloo the bear. Bear Necessities. Good song. I have that on my, uh, my iPod. You have Disney songs on your iPod? Well, you know, that's back when Disney wasn't trying to be so, you know, multicultural. The good old days in Europe. Well, the very good days. Okay. MAGA. (laughs) North Korea is one of the countries in the travel ban. I know you met with them. You met with uh, uh, Mr. Kim Jong-un the other day, well, last week. And you know now they're 
the nuclear program that they said they were going to destroy it and not do anything there. We did a great expanding job. they really it. getting rid of it. No, but they're expanding it. There's they been satellite. rid of it. Well, they did cancel anti-American. Absolutely. They have a rally every year for anti-American. Well, not anymore because we've set them straight. But they, so we're really on the road to peace and denuclearization. But you know they have like satellite footage of them expanding the program. Not at all. No, so that's fake news? I just It sounds like fake news. Okay. I, I just know that I talked to Gangnam Style and we are in a good place and, you know, the travel ban's still there, so he knows, you know, trust but verify, like Reagan said. But we're we're working on it, and uh, you know, they got rid of their nukes, and we're doing great things. You don't think he could be lying to you at all? Well, we have a very good rapport, very good relationship, uh, you know. So I know I've I've seen the man. I I know what talent he has, what kind of character he has, and I think he's a uh, what's the phrase I'm looking for? A uh, good guy. Of course, everyone's a good guy. Well, not everybody, okay? I not think everyone, you're right. I think there's a large uh, religion of peace, so to speak, that maybe is not so full of good guys. So I, I, I learned something. I didn't know satellites lie, but now I learned that today. So that's it's good. I'm learning a lot on this podcast. Well, good. Maybe you could learn before the podcast next time, Kellogg, <laughs> instead of telling the world how much you're learning. <laughs> how about... The National Institute of Family and Life Advocates v. Uh, Becerra. Oh, Becerra. I think you got to roll the R's because he's a very uh, angry Latino from California. So you roll the angrier they are, the more you have to roll the R's? Well, you know, they're, they're very passionate people. Okay, the ones that, you know, both the ones here legally and illegally. A lot of passion in those people. Uh, well, this was a big case, I was told by our people, you know, another big win for religious freedom, for conservative values, where these uh, religious clinics for women's health in California. Yeah, they don't have to tell them that abortion is an option now. Well, and guess what? Soon it really won't be. Mr. President, if I'm just going to can I give you a scenario? I don't know. Can you? I could. Um, let's just say your beautiful daughter, Ivanka, was raped and impregnated. I didn't do it. <laughs> no one's accusing you, Mr. President. I'm not accusing you. I'm giving you... It sounded like an accusation. It was, no, it, it wasn't. Was consent. Just, it was what? I'm, I'm not giving... Full it, consent. It, I'm sure... It was consent in this. No, no, didn't it, even, didn't, it didn't happen. Well, yeah, I know you, it didn't happen. Now you're saying it ha- It didn't happen. I'm saying there would not. it would never happen, and it would certainly, if it did happen, I didn't even not involve be forced. You. I'm as involved. Well, in you know, you're talking about my daughter, Ivanka, who's come up a lot. Who's been raped, podcast. and then you automatically thought it was about you. She was not. Who said that? I'm, I'm not. I'm giving a hypothetical situation. What kind of, what, this is, you know, strike two. I think this could almost be strike two and three, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. A hypothetical Can you situation. make it Tiffany? Okay, no, but you don't care about a Tiffany as much, you told me. Who? Exactly. We're talking about Ivanka because I know Ivanka, you care about and love Ivanka, and I'm wondering if Ivanka was raped and impregnated by uh, a Muslim, would you want her to get an abortion or have the child? We are a very pro-life family. Okay. And I mean really pro-life. 
but I find your example to be, quite frankly, disgusting. <laughs> out of so many horrible things that come out of your mouth, you found what I just said in a hypothetical situation disgusting. This, we're about to end this podcast. Okay, drop the situation. We can skip the question. Well, you could make it Tiffany, that's all I'm saying. Okay, let's make it Tiffany. Okay, well, in that case, uh, no, have it. Pro-life, blah, 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 conservative judges. <laughs> okay. Let Marla Maples raise that half-heathen. So, I just find it crazy that you don't think... They were just saying that these religious places that help women out of the kindness of their hearts, if they have an objection to abortion, they shouldn't have to be like, come get yeah, go get an abortion, even though we don't like abortion. It's not an advertisement. They just give the women their options so you can have the child. Let's be can- honest. Let's be honest. If you don't know that abortion is an option, uh, I don't think your kid's going to make it. Survival well, of the fittest. The kid wouldn't make it if they knew it was an abortion. No, no. Was- if the parent, this Kellogg is not following. If the parent is so dumb as to not know about the existence of abortion, I understand that. Then the kid will probably be dead by three, especially if we can cut all these wasteful government programs. Okay, very conservative. Okay, so gotta pro-life it is. Pro got to be tough. Got to be fair. The way okay. Jesus would have wanted it. Christ, good guy. Did you watch uh, Making a Murderer on Netflix? Did you happen to watch that show? Uh, I've heard about it. I've heard good things. I hear it's a, a strong show. Good people. It. It's. Uh, I don't. Well, I don't know if the people are that good. Uh, one of the men. Well, I tell you what. They. You know, from what I hear, they seem like good, honest, hardworking Trump voting Americans. Well, do you know one of the men named uh, Brandon Massey? Do you know who that is? He was. Uh, he was the young one, right? Yes, he was the young one. Um, I think uh, he definitely had um, some handicaps. I don't think, I think he was as the mentally kids would say, unstable. he was dumb AF. Okay. We don't have to talk about him like that, Mr. Trump. He just... Oh, right. Was, He's only in jail for, for, for murder. Well, he was mentally challenged. He's in and jail for murder, so let's be PC. Allegedly... Murderer. No, but allegedly he was set up and he is innocent, Um. The police. If you watch the videos, the police basically uh, got a confession out of him by just keep questioning him, questioning Good him. Good enough question- for me. Okay. Well, he was up for an appeal, and it went all the way to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court just refused to hear it. Good. But I thought he was a Trump voter. I thought he was... Well, I don't think he voted for me. I think uh, some of the other people in the uh, series seem like good Trump people. But if you heard the the Netflix show was really good, you don't think they should have heard the case out because well, I don't there's know. a reason I don't, for making that I movie? Can't, I can't get into all the... I don't know all the legal particulars of that exact case, but I know that I trust our wonderful judges. And to be honest, for them to reject hearing a case, only four judges need to agree to hear it. This is something they've been telling me in my uh, Law 101 classes that I'm taking so that I can um, appoint these beautiful judges. But they got to have four people say they want to hear a case, which means if it was such a big case, those terrible four liberals, okay, the old Jewish lady, you know what I, you know, the Ginsburg, uh, she's a real, she's a, she's a Kushner, huh? she's a real thorn in my side, that Kushner. <laughs> but you got Ginsburg, 
you got Soto Mayor, the Puerto Rican. Okay, she maybe should have left her on the island. Uh, you got suit is Suter one of them? I think Suter is one of them, and then uh, or Briar. I forget the ice cream. They got a lot of you just these t- and Kagan. Three women. They got three women. Kegel exercises over there doing doing whatever she's doing. Is that too many women for you? A lot. I mean, three women. Come on. We've had zero women presidents, and yet we need three women judges. I feel like before you can be a judge, you should be a president. How many women judges do you think there should be? Well, to be honest, right now, zero. So if if you could, you would just remove them? Well, you know, we're looking into it. <laughs> okay. Who would you replace? Would Kanye be up for that? I mean, there's three of them. I don't know if – well – like I said, Clarence Thomas is still there, and it'd be very confusing if I say my African American, and they both look at me, and then they'd say, "Which one is it?" And I'd say, "You know what? You're done, Kanye. You can't be on the court." Just because he would he would be confused when you said African American, and two guys would wonder who you're talking about. Maybe I could call Kanye my N word, or maybe you can just call them by their names. Boy, okay. On to the next topic. You were meeting with Putin well, in July. What, we, what was the topic before? I'm still very disturbed by your talk about Ivanka's beautiful, beautiful, curvaceous, luscious body being ravaged. Well, by it a, was about the abortions in California. By a terrible Muslim. Well, we've got a. Well, it was a scenario, and that you did not want to play with me on. So you know, but we can't judge. It can't always be the worst case scenario that we, uh, you know. Let's say the man wasn't Muslim. Just Ivanka was was raped by a uh, a a Kushner, a a Kushner, or uh, just a a felon. What would you do? Would you let her have the child? Well, that would be her choice. But I would let her know that we're a pro-choice family, and then she would have a miscarriage off the podcast record miscarriage okay of course of course that's off the podcast record we, we stopped recording for that no problem so you don't want to move on to putin well he's a good guy and we can talk about vladimir putin uh you know i think it's important that we have a great relationship i think these weak leaders in europe have been very unfair uh and by the way um we've got a little nickname i'm actually part of the the peahive the pea hive. And he's Queen P. <laughs> Do you think he appreciates being called the queen? Well, it's just a tribute to Beyonce, and obviously, the, you know, the pea hive has a double meaning. Okay. You know, because, uh, you know, the beehive. I know, I get it. Do, do, does, he, does he like it, being called the pea hive? Or he doesn't know well, yet? He's, you're gonna he's break Queen it to him? P. Right. Does, does he like it, or you didn't tell him yet? You're going to tell him in July? Well, we're going to discuss it in July, and we'll see. But obviously, uh, you know, he could be King P., but it won't, it won't have the same uh, effect. You know, it won't make people think of Beyonce. You're a big Beyonce fan. I well, I was know. told by Kanye that she's very big. I'm not a huge fan, but I'm, you know, we're always trying to increase our African-American outreach. Are you a fan of her husband? Jay-Z? Do you know who he is? Oh, no. Well, he's a, you know, I think he met with Obama and that's a no-no. So you don't, you don't like him? Well, he dealt drugs. I don't think he was a particularly good guy. He's not particularly handsome. You know, I think Beyonce is making a big mistake with, uh, you know, with Jay-Z. So you're not a fan of Jay-Z, but a fan of Beyonce. Do you even know uh, how Beyonce sits politically? Well, whatever she's sitting on, she's got she's got a good rump to sit on wherever she sits politically. So it doesn't matter where she sits politically. As long as she's sitting on that rump. 
Well, I don't know what else you would sit on. Well, I don't know either. <laughs> uh, but me and me and Vlad, we're going to have a good meeting because it's it's about time, you know, for so many years we were in conflict. And I think it's important, especially with these weak European leaders and these weak Democrats at home, that we uh, form a new alliance and become really, you know, really strong and, and really great and kind of usher in a new a new era of peace and prosperity. What do you have to say about that? Some Americans think that Putin owns you because he made you president and that Russia pulled all the strings. First of all, nobody owns me. Secondly, I'm not a black, so you can't own me. And not a lot of people know that, but read your constitution. Slavery is, is, is over. It does you well, can't own people anymore. No, you know, I like technically, yes, but you know, we'll do things. And uh I think what's important is that he doesn't own me. The people that put me into the White House were the great people of America. Not Russians, no Russia. Well, no evidence came out yet, so I guess you're correct. No Russia. If he asked you to go horseback riding with him, would you go horseback riding? Well, you know, I'm not a big fan of horseback riding. It's just not my thing. I can um, never picture you horseback riding. Well, it's, you know, I would be great at it. You think so? Well, if, I know, I know I would be great at it, but it's just not something that I'm interested in, you know. He's very athletic and likes to keep in shape. If he asked you to do some athletic things, like I know horseback riding is not for you, but we do, uh, I don't know, go surfing with him, or would you do any kind of sports with him, or play basketball, or I'm, I'm more of you know an old school kind of guy, and you know in your seventies I go for walks occasionally. I have a uh, you know very vigorous, intimate life with Melania. So you wouldn't spar a couple rounds if you wanted to box? Maybe? Well, we're Just... not in the right. He's a much smaller person than me. So I probably pack a lot more power. You know, I'm six three, two thirty nine. He's like five eight, five seven. You know, that small. It'd be like The Rock and Tom Cruise sparring. It's really not fair. Well, do you know he plays in an annual uh, hockey game every year in Russia? Well, now I do. I don't know what this has to and do he, with anything. He always ends up scoring about ten goals a game. Do you well, think he's, he's a talented that good? guy? He's a tough guy. He's a talented guy. It doesn't surprise me. So he can play professional hockey and just chooses not to. Well, you know, he's president of a great country, so that seems like kind of better than playing sports. Has Putin ever brought up to you um, the Rocky movie with Drago and how he's upset about the way it ends? Well, we both were, we both, here's the thing, we both were kind of in agreement that the best part of that movie was the black dying. <laughs> You're The best part of... Rocky was it Rocky three or Rocky Rocky four was when Apollo Creed dies. That's the best part of the movie. Well, he was very arrogant. Okay, he was very uh, talked a lot of trash, so to speak, and uh, you know Drago really put him in his place. And Rocky, you know, like a real American, like a hardworking, honest, good, typical American, didn't brag, just worked hard, and beat beat the Russian. And I think that was a great lesson. Russians are tough. They're talented. But if you want to beat them, being a loudmouth black 
isn't the way. Being a tough, quiet, hardworking, white American is the key to success. And I think it's, it's a very valuable lesson for people to learn. I never took that lesson from Rocky IV. Well, I mean, it's right there. I mean, I didn't make any part I, of you're that. You're right. Up. It's right there in front of my uh, in front of my face, you, and I just you, couldn't you see it. come out with your nice afro dancing to James Brown, you're likely to get killed. It's a lesson that our African-Americans could really learn on the streets. They're getting shot listening to their rap, their mumble rap, dancing around, maybe smoking weed, and they get shot because they don't know their lesson from Rocky Four. But you see the quiet, humble Rocky types living and prospering in a great, great America. So we're going to do it, and, and Vlad and I, have uh, we've discussed that. We've, we really agree, and it's a, it's a good thing. Where are you staying when you go to Russia? Well, it, it hasn't been decided yet. Obviously, uh, they, they, you know, they have diplomatic quarters. We might stay there. I kind of want to stay you know, a little closer to the action. If, he invi- if uh, Putin invi- invited you to stay at his home, would you do that? Uh, yes, I, I, I would, I would do that. Assuming that, you know, there's, there's a recreational company as well. Of course. Is Melania going to go with you? Well, you know, we haven't decided that yet. You know, she's got to stay here with, uh, the, uh, Baron. Who? Your son. Your youngest. Donald Jr.? No. Baron. Remember Black Panther t-shirt? Tall kid. Oh, the tallest. Yeah, the seven tall. foot four kid. Exactly. Yeah, no, now a, you know, that's your he's son. He's a real string bean, that one. Yeah, she'll have to like probably stay here with him or something. So okay. I'm thinking maybe you know it's better for the bit, you know, better for the diplomacy that I can focus, you know, on 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 Putin and, and increasing great relations with uh, Vlad and 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 all the kind of other talented people they bring in. Are you going to bring Mike Pence or no? Mike Pence isn't uh, so much into the Russian culture, if you know what I mean. It's a very uh, it's a very tough, very hetero culture. What's his culture? His culture is, you know, like uh, backdoor negotiations, you know, kind of I do the upfront diplomacy. He uh, he handles, you know, kind of the, you know, the other stuff. <laughs> I get it. Okay. He's big gay. <laughs> I got it. Pride. Pride Pence. Last topic we're going to talk about tonight, Mr. President. This has been a long one, Kellogg. I know. Big Hawk. And I really don't know if, well, I love Big Hawk, but I really don't know that that Ivanka story you came up with was, uh, I don't know if we're going to see Kellogg next week. Uh, uh, my apologies, Mr. President. I was just trying to... Let's get on to Big Hawk, okay? Very okay. loyal, very good, very good, uh, very good woman. Very now, Treated very unfairly this week. Right. She was went into a Red Hen restaurant with her husband, and she was denied service, Correct. She was not only denied service, she was asked to leave, if I remember the story correctly. Very rude. This is a woman doing great work for our for our great country. So she was discriminated against because she works for your administration, correct? Absolutely. Now, you're upset about it. Very. Now, when we... By the way, it's a dump, that place. I, I think it was nice of Big Huck to even go in there. It could have been really good for their business and good for their for their advertising, and instead they uh, they insulted a great woman. But when we talked about the 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 bakery in Colorado who refused to make the cake for the the gay couple, you thought that was fine, but that's also discrimination, Mr. President. You know that, right? Those were religious beliefs. These people just didn't want to what give pancakes to a great American. 
but legally they didn't break any laws. Well, nobody's saying they broke laws. Okay. They're terrible people. What are you going to do? And maybe about we the need to change these laws. If we're being totally honest, maybe we can look into changing some of these laws. The and, red hen law. And that congresswoman, I think she's a congresswoman. Like I said before, I'm not very political, but she spoke out against your administration. The black. Well, I wasn't going to just... Are you talking about low IQ Maxine Waters? Yes, Maxine Waters. She spoke out against your administration and said... Still waters run dumb in that one. And now... (laughs) That was was a good one. You're trying to... trying to get her thrown out or trying to get her well uh, she's making threats she's trying to get people to harass my staff and attack MAGA people which is wrong she's trying to she said it and you can look at the videotape she said if you see anybody who likes Trump get them and that's not right that's a threat that is a threat what are you going to do about her well we're going to we're going to figure some things out we uh, you know obviously uh, you know, she's probably not long for this world. She's an old coot. And uh, we'll see. We'll see. I think she has no power. She just talks. She talks and does nothing, passes no laws. You know, uh, doesn't like me, but that's okay uh, because she doesn't matter. And we'll see. We'll see what we can do. Obviously, we're going to appoint as tough a judge as possible that will really not like, that she will not like. That's the Waters test. If Maxine hates the judge, we got the right judge. Okay. Now, Ms. Huckabee Sanders. Ted Nugent. Ms. Huckabee Sanders, have you spoken to her since she was kicked out of the restaurant? We talk every day. Big Huck is one of my faves. Is she still upset about it? What does she want you to do about it? No, she's as tough as nails, that one. She is pretty tough. Sean Spicer probably would have been crying like a bitch, but Big Huck just showed up to work and said... Let's get after it. Like she's Chris Cuomo. Where did she go to eat after she got kicked out? Oh, she just drowned her sorrows with a big stack at IHOP. Oh, she went to IHOP. She can pack away pancakes. My God. She had three large stacks, not the short stacks, 15 pancakes with the scoop of butter on top. Not the silver dollar, the big ones? The big ones. Big Huck, 15 pancakes. Two milkshakes. She's a big one. I didn't know she could throw it down like that. She really can. And that she didn't share it with her husband. Just she ate it all. No, her husband ate his his own food. She had three uh, silver dollar pancakes. But she she follows the rules. the The saying of my good friend Kid Rock, who also could be a, a possible justice. He said, uh, "Great, great lyricist Kid Rock." He said, "Skinny models, you can keep those. I like big corn-fed Midwestern hoes." And that's Big Huck. She's a big corn-fed Midwestern hoe, and we all love her in the White House. Okay, well, let's leave on that note of Big Huck as a Midwestern hoe. Uh, Mr. President, thank you for uh, educating us tonight and giving your... Well, I'm learning. You know, know, I'm a very smart guy, and I came into politics kind of a novice, but I have great instincts, a great brain. So they're really teaching me, and uh, and I'm soaking it all up. And, you know, you see with Neil Gorsuch, my, I'm one for one on great Supreme Court picks. So we're going to get another, possibly even greater than Neil Gorsuch. Well, and, uh, I will never watch Rocky Four the same way ever again. Well, it's an important movie. It's, it's I think, you know, it's one of our great, one of our great films. 
not only because it's inspirational, but it really tells you about uh, how we need to act in society. I guess so. I mean, if that's what you take from it, that's fine. You go dancing to James Brown acting very arrogant. You're going to die. I You're going to die. Okay. Well, I hope the listeners take that away from Rocky Four as well. Mr. President, thank you, know, you so Rocky much. Rocky trained in a barn like a good American, you know, like our Midwestern farmers, mm-hmm. you know, not training in cities, listening to James Brown and funky music. So take from that what you will. I will take none of it. But thank you, Mr. President, for uh, joining us again on Making Podcasts Great Again. Uh, guys, my name is uh, Jay Nog, the tech stuff guy. Uh, you could follow me on Twitter at Jay Nog and jaynog.com for dates, uh, for comedy dates and clips and all that good stuff. And thanks for listening. Please subscribe oh God, on iTunes. iTunes, give a five-star rating and subscribe. Tell your friends. And uh, thanks for listening. We will see you next week. Thanks. That was unbelievably boring. Very low energy. You know, the people stop listening to the podcast. They hear that and they tune out. The voice of Donald J. Trump has been done by J.L. Covan. Uh, check out all my stuff at jlcomedy.com. You can get my Trump album, Fireside Craps, on my website. It's only four ninety nine on iTunes. Uh, yeah, like Jay said, subscribe, five stars, and uh, God help us all.